Hello everyone, on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about our first memories with Nintendo. Welcome to Friend Code. So, today I am joined by two very special guests, Mr. Kyle Bossman. Hi everybody. Mr. Daniel Bloodworth. Hello, hello. And we're talking about our first experiences with Nintendo. Who are you? I'm Michael Damiani. Oh, cool. Thank you, Kyle. Cool, cool. That was really nice of you. Um, and to preface this real quick, yeah. this is kind of borrowed from the old story time idea that is no longer happening. What is that? That was the original pitch for our 40,000 patron goal. Mm-hmm. And we decided that it wasn't working out. But some people are a little bummed out. So we're kind of giving you a little bit of both with this episode. So if we're going to treat it as if you never watched the pilot for story time. Sure. Which means I will give my first experience with Nintendo once again. Um, but before we get into that... We're going to start every episode with a segment I'm calling Dear Nintendo. Dear Nintendo. Dear Nintendo. Does this have a theme song? I don't think it will. This will be themeless, actually. (laughs) So normally it'll be an issue of Nintendo Power that I will read excerpts from the Player's Pulse section. If you guys remember what that was. Mm -hmm. Is that just letters to the editor? It was basically letters to the editor and then Nintendo Power staff replied back with funny answers. But since this is the first episode special, I decided we're going to do Fun Club News, the predecessor to Nintendo Power, also started by Mr. Uh, Howard Phillips, who also pioneered the uh, Nintendo Power magazine. Is this official at this point? Was this, this oh, magazine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is official. Okay. This is totally official. Uh, you could order it. So there is a segment in here called Member Forum that I'll go to now. Where users got to write in reviews, letters to the editor, send neat tips and tricks and stuff like that. And I wanted to start off by really quickly reading the reviews that users submitted in here. All right. So users submitted reviews. Users submitted reviews published by Nintendo. All right, hold on. What's the month and year? So this is April, May of 1988. Okay, cool. Okay. So there are only five games here. All right. So the first one, they each person says the name of the so there's no guessing involved here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one's for The Legend of Zelda. The game of my choice is The Legend of Zelda. The graphics are very advanced, and the fun is beyond imagination. <laughs> I especially enjoy the deep level of challenge in which the game was created. The tektites and levers are my favorite <laughs> characters. I'm sorry. <laughs> Those old men and merchants are strange and will rip you off sometimes. <laughs> the music is really great, too. The music on level nine is especially rad. Wait, that's Ganon's Tower, right? Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's the Spectacle Rock, Ganon's Lair, level nine. Isn't Final that, level. that's dun, like the worst tune. Dun, Do it. Dun, no, it's dun, not. Dun, 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 it does that over dun, and over. Dun, 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 Yeah, I don't know. That's not. It probably was the weak, but it was like intimidating. Okay. It was, yeah, yeah. It was brooding. All right. I like how you can leave and then come back. Without erasing everything you have earned in your vast quest to save Zelda. Good point. Should we read their name and where they're from? No. Okay. Okay. Oh, sure. You're right. It's published. (laughs) It's published. (laughs) So, by Robert Wolf from Shreveport, Louisiana. They might be listeners, even. That person might be be, Yeah. If if you wrote this, (laughs) please let us know. Let us know. All right. Metroid. The character, Samus Aras. (laughs) Spelt Aras. A-R-A-S. Is totally cool. With a wide range of weapons at his disposal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he has to collect them first. The (laughs) screw screw attack is about the most radical weapon in video history. This ultra cool (laughs) maneuver destroys any enemy which happens to fly or crawl across your path. Along with weapons, you can also acquire the armor strengthening Varia, the high jump boot, oh, and the high jump boot. If you defeat Mother Brain, all one word, mm-hmm. be uh, uh, and get cut fast enough, or out fast enough, sorry, faded, you get to play with a new character. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> If you are looking for an exciting game with fast action, great graphics, and ultimate role-playing, then this game is for you. Pick it up with an exclamation mark. Pick it up. From VL Tolfson, or sorry, Tolfson, 
Sacto, California. Sacto. I think maybe that's Sacramento abbreviated. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. Let's wow. do let's do one more. We'll, we'll, save, we'll save the rest for next time. It's we'll do one more. Hilarious how that one just went right over their head. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. About that. <laughs> we might need to sit you down and have a talk. So this last one we'll read today. Super Mario Brothers. Okay. This game has to be the hallmark of the Nintendo game lineup. Sure. Lots of us have had this game since the Nintendo Entertainment System came out, and we still haven't found all the hidden surprises. True. Many people just use the famous warp zones to advance from world to world, but you miss out on the Super Mario experience. The vivid graphics are entertaining in themselves. We found that we can sit and watch another person play and be absorbed and be as absorbed in it as the player. The variety of bad guys is amazing. By Michelle Moore, Corsicana, Texas. Nice. Have you ever heard of Corsicana, Texas? Yes, I have. Nice. There you go. Fun Club News. We will read some more excerpts next time. Ooh, that's a good that segment. Is, that is Dear Nintendo. That will be a segment each time. <laughs> but it is time for us to talk about our first memories, first experiences yeah. with Nintendo. I'm not just going to assume all of us started with the NES, so I'm going to I'm gonna start with Bloodworth. Sure. What was your first Nintendo console? How did you get it? What, what, what was the experience? Just tell us the story. Okay. Um, yeah, well, it, it was the NES, so we'll make, make that part simple. Um, what's tricky is, um, like, I don't have a very, like, very specific, vivid memory of, like, the first time ever seeing an NES or playing an NES. It's just, like... Video game systems were around, and like different kids had different ones, you know. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that's kind of interesting to me is like, this is like a year or two after Mario Brothers came out, but like that's still like relevant to publish in you know in the magazine, you know, because it's that's the thing is like you just you just kind of got things as you could, and and the NES had this weird kind of soft launch, anyways, where it's like it would just it just sort of seeped into people's homes like over time. Um, but uh, I I can I can definitely remember sometimes like playing uh, some Zelda and stuff at some friends' houses. I certainly played um, uh, what was it uh, Zelda two and like the the power pad like Olympics whatever track and field stuff. You owned that? No. Oh. But like people, you know, like this is stuff that I played at other people's houses. Yeah. You know, there's like there are a lot of games that I played at other people's houses that I didn't have. I think even like. Uh, I remember Dragon Quest I played uh, at a friend's house. We played through it. And, like, so many of our friends were amazed. That, like, you got, you finished it? Like, that game is so hard. Oh, my gosh. I'm, um, I'm amazed. Um, <laughs> That's a hard game. So, there, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff like that. And, like, I think even Final Fantasy may have been before I actually had my own NES. I can't remember for sure. Um, but, uh, but getting... The road to getting an NES of my own was interesting because um, I had, uh, you know, I was also like super into books as a kid. I was always reading. I was writing stuff and, and, and all kinds of stuff. And like book fairs were like the highlight, one of the highlights of my year. Um, and um, Hold on. What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean book fairs were the highlight of my year? Like there's just awesome books. Like you could get at the book fair at school. It was... Ours was always like it was branded for some reason Scholastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah Scholastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you'd always get sure. like the Scholastic catalogs oh, yeah. from the teachers, oh, and like, yeah. yeah, get the books through there. Oh yeah, I would only get video game books at book fairs. But that's the thing, I would get some video game books yes, through that stuff. So yeah. like there was like one that was sort of similar to like a Nintendo Power thing, but just like had a whole bunch of different games in there, like yeah. Mega Man and Bionic Commando, and just like I just really like that stuff, like. Oh, like these games seem like really cool. I want to play these games. Yeah, and and then um, there were also all the World's Power novels. Mm -hmm. So I oh, yeah. I posted photos when I last time I went home. I posted photos of the ones that are still on the bookshelf at home. Um, so like Wizards and Warriors and Iron Sword and uh, uh, or no, not Iron Sword. That was Wizard Wars. Um, uh, Castlevania Two yeah. had one. Blaster Master is and probably the are, most famous oh, the Blaster one. Blaster Master, the, the yeah, artwork yeah. on it. And those yeah. are like novelizations of video game stories. Yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. 
Um, some of them get into like more weird territories, but yeah, they're basically novelizations. Wait, what do you mean more weird territories? Like kind of how like the Captain N thing of like people sort of interacting with the game world characters and mm. stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so within all of that, like there were also like the TV ads for Nintendo Power. And it's like, I really want, I want to, I want to get Nintendo Power. And somehow, um, I convinced my mom, even though I didn't have a Nintendo yet, we couldn't afford a Nintendo yet to get me the Nintendo Power oh. subscription because it was also when they That's were really good. starting in yeah. on the player's guide strategies. Oh yeah, those that used so, to replace an episode. So yeah, volume, like yeah. there in like, I think it was 91 um, was the first year where it was like, you, you subscribe to Nintendo Power and then you'd also get the four player's guides. Oh, yeah. So you get the like the NES game atlas mm -hmm. and then there's a Super Nintendo one, there's a Game Boy one, um, there was uh, something else in there. Um, and then later on, like they had the Zelda and, and, and some more things. So I went for probably a year or almost a year of like just having Nintendo power without a Nintendo console of my own. What was that like? I mean, it's crazy. Cause I was just <laughs> like, I would just like open it up and I would like put my finger and like trace oh. my way through the game on all those maps and things. And I would just absorb all the information. I was telling kids like how to beat games that I'd <laughs> never played. played. That's cool. You know, that's like on the playground. Good. Yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> telling people cheat codes and stuff. Did they call you Bloodworth? Um, no, I don't think there's anyone that really started calling me Bloodworth until maybe junior high or something. Okay. Uh, I think that was something maybe instigated by some of my teachers because my bro my brother was like. <laughs> the bad kid not to throw him under the bus but it's like I kind of had like this I had this reputation preceding me when I went into like junior high to where people that had like my, my brother in their classes were like yeah like they they were like ready to like just knock me down a notch oh, <laughs> they like wow. had a bad attitude with me from day one and I like kind of had to earn their trust um but nice. um but anyways <laughs> <laughs> weird little aside. It's a good aside. Um, uh, yeah, my, 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 my brother definitely, like, he got better over over time. But <laughs> junior high and stuff, he had a reputation. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, I think it was, like, after the Super Nintendo had come out, which I, like, rented for my birthday and stuff. Um, but I had been saving through, like, mowing the lawn and, and, and stuff. I've been saving up to, to get a Nintendo. And then um, my my mom, she she basically, she gave me, like, the other part of the money for Christmas. Nice. And so then we went to the flea market, uh, got an NES, and got Bionic Commando. And that was the first NES game that I actually owned. Nice. I, I like making you have to earn it or doing something to get it, rather just, like, being given a gift. Um, that's sort of, like, I'll get to mine in a bit, but it echoes a little bit of, of what you just said there. I, I didn't just get it as a gift. Um, but I wanted to comment on the, the whole thing about going to other, the friends' houses. That seemed like a common thing back then mm -hmm. in, oh, yeah. in, in the 80s and even like 90s that you never ever remotely were close to owning every single Nintendo or even console game. So you go over to your friends' houses, especially the peripheral thing. I had like, I don't remember having any of the crazy NES peripherals. I went over to a friend's house. They'd have Rob. I'm like, what the heck is that? It didn't come with your NES? I'm like, no. I had the zapper. That was it. Then the power pad. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Track and field and what? And then the power glove. That was like, I saw that before the movie. I was like, the wizard. I was like, what do you do with this? Like, oh, you control games. Like, I just want, is this like a cool like toy? Like I was a kid. I was like, this looks more like a, you know, a toy I'm going to go play in the backyard with than something I play in a game. But... That just, just felt like commonplace. Everyone always had a game I wanted to play, and I'd go over to their house to go play it or try that stuff out. And there were all these games, you know, that because of that, because people had different games, like, you played that you probably never would. Like, Fester's Quest we played so much of, you know? And then, like, Little, Little Nemo was another one. And just, yeah, baby. Just all kinds of random stuff. Uh, the Yo Noid. The oh, gosh, Yo Noid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Blood. Yo I owned Yo Noid. Yo Noid. <laughs> yeah. I like that game. I bet I bet you do, Kyle. It's it, actually not a bad game. Right, because it's it's a, one of those Japanese games that was just reskinned with yeah, the Noid. With the, the licensed stuff. Yeah, and but you still have like Ninja Scrolls for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're the Noid. Like, you're me, like, no you're sense, the Domino's like... mascot, the Noid, picking up Ninja <laughs> Scrolls and doing magic ninja powers. <laughs> uh, cool game, though. Good music. Um, Mr. Bossman. Yes. I have been dying to know what your 
your first experience with Nintendo was. Sure. So I'll just let our viewers know I'm 31 years old. Mm. And so basically you start forming memories when you're like three. Okay. You're not like capable. Your brain isn't capable of like creating memories until you're three or four. Uh, and so basically since I was able to uh, think uh, for memories, I've had a Nintendo. So it's hard to know when we got it. Uh, but I do know that the Nintendo we had was the family Nintendo. No. Not even like to share between me and my sister. It's the family's Nintendo, Kyle. You got to share this thing. Uh, and so my first, first memories of Nintendo, it's really weird. It's my uncle used to be really good. He, God, he's like speed running. He was speed running through Mario as fast as possible. He had a tape of it. And I would watch the tape of him playing Mario, which is kind of funny about the letter who said uh, it's just as fun to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. I had more fun watching him in his Mario playthroughs uh, than I did playing it because I wasn't good at it. Uh, the first game I remember owning, That's this is my game. Sure, it's the family's Nintendo, and by the time I own this game, it's my Nintendo, uh, is Mario 3. Mm. Uh, getting that game as a gift from my grandmother for Christmas. That oh, Obviously, I just love that game so much. And thinking to what you said about how you didn't have that many games, I think I had 10 or fewer games. And some of them are obscure. I can't even remember the name of it now. It's a top-down shoot-em-up where you're dragons. Uh, the beginning is like some humans, and they turn into a big old dragon, and then it's just like a, it's just a shoot-em-up. Where... I think I have an image in my head, but I can't remember the name. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I can't remember. Like, there's a one weird like racing game where you're on like Tron cycles. Uh, just weird... Weird Nintendo games, you get at garage sales. I think I got a lot of like garage sale Nintendo <laughs> games. And so, it's weird. I mean, Mario is a big part. Are you part. thinking Mach Rider, maybe? No, it's not Mach Rider. Oh, okay. Because it's just like from the side. So, it's kind of like, think of an Excite oh, Bike perspective. Okay. But okay. you're on like light cycles. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe our viewers can yeah, know. Let us know. Yeah. Help us out. Um, Mario is big for me because I would draw Mario. I would, you know, uh, I would want Mario things uh, and toys and things like that. But during the whole Nintendo era, and I had Nintendo for a long time. I mean, we'll get to it later. I skipped the entire 16-bit generation. I still had an NES that entire time. Uh, and so, like, a, a late, like Mega Man 5 and Kirby uh, yeah. were huge games to me because everyone else is playing Super Nintendo and Genesis, and I'm still stuck with the NES. There's still some good games late, later on in the NES's life. But yeah, that was the time with the NES. I'm not a pro gamer. I never beat an NES game until I was in high school. All right. Oh wow. Yeah. That's, that's not too bad. Well, do you remember what your first NES game that you beat was? Super Mario Brothers Three. Okay. Nice. Went back to it. Had to finish the fight. The first, yeah. the first one for me um, was Mario Brothers Two. Nice. Nice. Super Mario. Were you shocked Brothers. by the ending? Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was kind of, yeah. yeah Subcon's a dream. This whole thing is a dream thing, yeah. Is that the name of the world, Sub Subcon? Subcon, yeah. That's yeah. so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> subconscious, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do like the point you brought up about playing, uh, or having an NES, even and being your primary system, even through the, the next generation. Yeah. When, when Super Nintendo and, and Genesis Master System became, like, the, the two dominant systems. Yeah. Uh, one, because we get asked that a lot uh, in other shows and stuff. People ask us, like, why do you keep telling companies, uh, like, advice that they should just put X games on the newer systems and stop supporting the older ones? There used to be a time when it was not, it was totally common to have a system well after the next one came out. Yeah. And companies supported it. Like, I was going to ask you, did you ever play Batman 2, the NES? Like, apparently it has, like, the most amazing visuals of an NES game. It looks like not almost a Batman Super too. Nintendo game. Yeah. We were like, that, that, that's good enough to be on Super Nintendo. Yeah. By the end, NES was doing some cool oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I well, mean, like, even, like, the cutscenes in Star Tropics, I was, like, blown away by that stuff. Yeah. Like, they, they, they it, it's, that, that's the point where they're pushing the system to its limit, and... When you get to a new system, yeah, it's more it's more uh, powerful, but people really don't know how to develop for it just yet. Even like the Nintendo themselves, they always say it takes us a few years for you'll see like us really pushing the system to its limit. So it was nice. I remember all the way through, I think the 360 PS3 Wii era that they were still supporting games. Like one of the most famous ones, Persona 4, came out on PlayStation 2 during the height of PlayStation 3 yeah. 360 and yeah. God of War. Yeah, people are like, "Oh, God of War, there's a PS3 game." Like, that no, was, yeah, but God of War was like right after the PS3 came out. Like, nothing was happening on PS3 yet. I remember going to the store and getting a PS3, and I was like, 
guess I'll get Resistance. And God of War 2? God of War 2 is a PS2 and game. God of War 2? Yeah. But then, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like PS3 yeah. wasn't really taking off yet. Oh, yeah. War, it had War. its issues, yeah. but it was just people opted to support. Like, PS2 had a huge install base. NES had an amazing install base, so yeah. you weren't crazy to keep supporting it after that. Yeah. But it was n- nice to hear that because I wasn't somebody who kept playing NES once I got a Super Nintendo. I'd play my older you? games, yeah. but I wouldn't I wasn't interested in any newer NES games once that happened. Yeah. So that that's that's kind of nice like to actually hear, you know, an anecdote about what it was really like. Um I will share my first experience. Even though I, I I've discussed this before. Um but I like blood pointing out like you point out when you actually you both when you owned a system. Mm-hmm. My yeah. story is about my first time seeing an NES. It wasn't how I actually owned it. So I'll be really. I'll try and be brief. Um, I first experienced Nintendo when I was invited over to a friend's house uh, to play over there, and he took me into their living room, and they had this crazy Jetson-style projector TV with like it was how it was hung from the wall. It was this curved like rod, like you know, crane thing that looked like Jetson-style, and the TV, the the projector was kind of curved as well. Whoa! So it felt it was the weirdest. Was the projector thing. in the front or is it rear projected? It was rear projected. Okay. And the one that was three colors. Yes, cool. one of those old. Yeah, definitely that one. It was just the strangest thing I'd ever seen. But it's also like the largest TV screen I've ever I'd ever seen in my life at that point. I was like, holy crap, that's like movie screen or something. Yeah. So he sat me down and says, you know, hey, you want to play uh, Nintendo? And I'm like, I didn't understand. I thought it was a game. I was just confused. He showed me the system. He showed me the controller. I thought it was television. I thought it was a program on television that just looked really like low quality. It was like, what is this? Like, but he's like, no, I'm like playing it, and like you see, I'm pushing the, these buttons on here, and it's moving the. I, I didn't grasp it at first. I thought it was yeah. television programming. I was like, this is some weird TV VHS stuff. Like, whatever. Like, who cares? Cartoon. And but as soon as I held it and moved it, it was just like, whoa, <laughs> like whole new world for me. I didn't care about video games before that. Yeah. I was like in this I was into sports, I was into other stuff, like as a little kid. Yeah. Like my parents let me play soccer and baseball. Mm-hmm. And I was out all into going outside and like yep. doing outside stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like this changed probably changed the course <laughs> of my life by encountering my parents are probably like, We could go back in time. We would not let my kid go over their house and play over there. Yeah. Because he saw an NES. And it was Super Mario Brothers. That was my first experience. But the first NES we got, um, my parents made a deal with me. This is how I got systems before I could afford to buy them for my uh, on my own. It was all about grades and mm. doing well in school. Cool. So for my first system for the NES, my parents told me on my report card, if I didn't get below a 90 in any class, so all A's, I would get an NES at the end of that term. So I was like, okay, deal. So was able to do that. Did, did, did my studies, got my, my scores in, good scores my test, and I think it was around, it was either around Thanksgiving or Christmas, I don't remember the time, but we got NES with the Zappers, it was Mario, Duck Hunt, and the Zapper, um, I remember playing that, and they bought, my dad was a big, really into pinball for some reason, he bought the NES pinball game, and we played that a lot, and that was the only time I remember him ever playing a video game, my dad, was playing pinball. Mm. He played it for like about an hour, and he just like I remember just standing up and go saying like eh, it's not like real pinball. And was like, he was not impressed, and just like left. And it was like you can keep playing. I was like <laughs> right. okay, okay. Um, Mario Brothers. I remember having friends come over. We would try and beat it, and I remember like having an older family friend come over and and taught me the trick about how you could hold down the A button and and start to continue from the last world you died on. So we got to like World Four. You hold down A and start mm. or select or whatever, it will let you it will let you start from that last world or something. Nah. Yeah. That's a real thing? It's a real thing. Whoa. And then when you beat the game, you can actually choose which world you want to start on by pushing the B button. Huh. Yeah. So some weird thing. I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. Cool. Uh, well, like, let me know, chat, if I was wrong. Um, chat. <laughs> Viewers. Viewers. Uh, <laughs> but the one that we got that just frustrated me. Because it was pinball, Mario and Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt was fun. Just like walking up to the yeah. screen. Walking up point blank to the TV the screen. The trigger feels good. Oh, yeah. It's a cool gun. We, I, we played with it as kids. My brothers and I and our friends. We played yeah. with it as a toy. We take yeah. it outside mm-hmm. and use sure. it with other guns rather than playing with it on the game. That's it's, like what we did. It's a cool toy. The one game that frustrated me was Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh. I got, like, it got mm-hmm. me Ghostbusters. Because, oh, the kids love Ghostbusters. 
couldn't get like past like the first part of the game to save my life. So remind, it's like top down driving. For, it's like GTA well, there's driving, style, but there's right? also like it's like it looks like side scrolling when you're the characters. Yeah. And there you gotta like catch the ghost in front. Then it's like the side scrolling or, or top down driving. Yeah. But then sorry, it wasn't the first level. It's a level we get to the stairs. You gotta get to the roof. And you keep walking up, and as you walk, the ghosts keep moving. It's almost like dungeon crawler mechanics. Mm. Each step you take, the ghosts move. Sure. And it was just so hard to keep track of everything as a kid. I'd always get killed. I could never get to the roof to see what was next. Stuff like that makes me so mad. Yeah. So They could have made a Ghostbusters game that made kids happy, but instead they just wanted to make Well, it's just kind of like the, the Ninja Turtles game, where it's like oh, it's, all yeah. these cool ideas, but it's like so frustrating. Like this like weird jumps like over like on the top floor. Oh, yeah. It was and you're just always falling down and stuff. Uh, What's funny about that Ninja Turtles is I had played it at a friend's house, um, but like uh, I remember we also had like the Commodore 64 port. Whoa. Which was the same game, but like the graphics were just so much worse. <laughs> it was <just> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like so many weird things back then. But it's funny too, though. That like when you when you think about like so many different games that I played, you know, like Mega Man Two and Xanadu and Final Fantasy, and like so few of them. That like if I actually like look at the stack of games that I have at home that I actually owned, you know, just thinking about that, you know, like even the most of the games that I have at home are not really games that I even played that much. They're like, just like, oh, here's six games in a garage sale, you know, and like, grab them. Yeah, I think, I'm trying to remember, I, I think I, in the end I had a decent amount of games. My dad used to go on business trips a lot. And when he'd come back, it was kind of the same thing. Like the NES was kind of for like all of us. It wasn't just my NES, but the condition for my family, my dad even buying it for us was I had to get good grades. Mm-hmm. But every time I went on a business trip and he'd come back, he would always give us a new game. Um, or if my grandmother visited, she would bring us a new game, mm. which would be like once every year, like during the holidays. So that's how we always got our new games. I remember getting like ice hockey that way. Uh, NES golf. That's how I got it through that. The legend of Zelda. That's how I got my, my grandmother bought me that game, like on her trip that she came in and it was like this gold box. So I was just like, Oh, yeah. what is this? This is different. Oh, it's a gold cartridge. I was like, Ooh, this is special. Put it in. What what the heck do you do? <laughs> this game's oh, too hard. Yeah, too hard. Too hard. The game yeah. was pretty much that. Um, it was funny because yeah. I actually I didn't care for the original Zelda when I first played it. Probably the same kind of reasons where like I just didn't know what to do. I was just wandering around. How much and, later did you play Zelda two? Uh, it probably wasn't that much later, but for whatever reason, I liked that game a lot more. And then I went back and played the first one. Link has a cooler sprite in Zelda two. Probably yeah, it's probably easier to digest. Even though I think in the end Zelda Two is maybe a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. There's not much puzzles. But like the world map is a little bit more distinct yeah. and such, yeah, you know. And that's definitely it's true. It's not just like a tile by tile. So and then you had the talking with the characters more. Yeah, there was like actual dialogue, like NPC dialogue, which gave you instructions on instead of the cryptic old man statements. But Blood made something interesting. A remark earlier about like the first time you like beat a game and then you saying you didn't beat it until high Super school but so high school yeah as it made me think uh i'm pretty sure mario super mario was the first game i ever beat i don't remember when i know it was at some point not too long after i got the nes i feel like it was a collaborative effort it's like my brother and maybe some other friends were just playing through it and we finally it was like one of the bowser worlds we had to remember the pattern not the last one but like the one you have to go like across the right areas, otherwise it ro- just loops the area and stuff. We'd always get stuck on oh, those. Oh yeah, yeah. But spe- speaking about Zelda, like I, I remember I could beat like a few of the dungeons, and I would always get lost. I'd have no idea what to do. So I just don't know what to do here. And Zelda Two was like, I think I could get to the second temple, and that was as far as I ever got in Zelda Two as a kid. Then and what happened? What was? The, how'd you get over that hump? So I didn't beat. Either, so uh, a friend of ours, older brother during a sleepover beat the original Zelda for us. We we played as far as during we could. During one sleepover? So we played as far as we could. We'd yeah. already been playing it for like weeks. Like yeah, it was an old game. It'd already been out. We played as far as we knew how to. Yeah. Then he stepped in and finished the rest for us and beat level nine. Mm. And, what a pro. And then he was like, here you go. I beat it. That's the end. I was like, whoa, that's so cool. Yeah. Zelda 2, I didn't beat till I was older. Sure. Like I was a teenager and I had to look up like information online. Like, it was about the time, like, the internet came around. Yeah. 
that I had to use information. Yeah, well, so that's where the NES yeah. game atlas and all that stuff yeah. came in for me because like there's a lot of those games where it's like I just kind of I just had the guides there, you know, and and some like I said, like a lot of it I already had read through so many times that I sort of knew the stuff before I went in playing the games. You know, what I just remembered is a really annoying thing about the NES is that uh, there's no video input on your TV at the time. And so oh, yeah. basically the RF adapters, yeah. Yeah, there were so many times where like I wasn't even sure if it would connect right where it just takes up channel two or three, I think. You th- three or four was the option. Three or four. Yeah. You set yeah. it to be channel three or four on the knob that I turned my TV to. Uh and yeah, sometimes it'd be like, Dad, can you help me set up the Nintendo? It's like, no. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like uh I did, yeah, it's a strange thing where it's, it's a hassle to make that machine work sometimes. Just made me think about all the weird things. Like everyone knows about the the blowing on the cartridges. Yep. Yeah. Um, I had a special trick. Okay. I want to know if any of you had similar. Type I actually of tricks. ordered the little cleaning thing. Okay. Blood ordered the cleaning so kit. So he, he he did the legit way, which yeah. you were supposed to do. I had a method of taking another NES cartridge and putting it so closing or pushing down the cartridge in the system oh, as yeah. far as possible, sticking another mm-hmm. one on top of it to hold that metal part as far down with pressure. And that seemed to work. That's it such seemed, a yeah. bad idea. Uh, it was because I was showing a friend at one time, and I assumed he knew not to put the thing all the way in because it would be really hard to get it out. Like I would stick it in halfway okay. until it lodged itself on that metal bar yeah. cross beam on top, and then stop. So I could easily pull out the top one, then pop out the other one. My friend shoved it all the way in. Stuck. He couldn't get it out. Yeah. And so we uh, had to get his we had to get the parents and the parents like oh, no. my mom looked at me and goes, What did you what did you do to his system? I was like, Oh, show him the way to fix it. Goes, Never invited back. Yeah, like you you, you broke it, Damiani. Good job. Like that's not the way to do it. So that was my trick. I didn't mom do the calls blowing, you Damiani. I didn't blow on the cartridge. Uh, I mean I did for a little while, but then it wasn't working. So I did I realized like if I held down the game, it would work. So I'm like, let me just stick something in there. Oh, another NES cartridge fits. That was my weird workaround. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny to think about just how unreliable like starting a game was because of that stupid uh, insertion method for the cartridge to like, put it in and down and, and the springs wearing out and everything else. But I mean, those things make it more of a toy. They made it such a cool... It just feels good to press it down. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's... Yeah, it, it definitely worked on that level, but yeah. actually working, no. Um, we put up with it. And then I remember... Yeah, Wizards and Warriors would be the one that would be the most likely to just glitch out on me, like oh, halfway God. through the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just have when, weird... When you when just start getting, like, symbols weird. all over the screen and stuff. <laughs> and, and some of it, oh, like, some of it would show up to a degree that, uh, like, it, w- it wasn't, like, game-ending. So you could, like, just yeah. kind of shift the cartridge a little bit and get it back, you know? And... I was always so dicey when you did that. You're like, it might work, it might work, or it might freeze my game, but it's so worth it. Or sometimes it would just be a certain type, like, enemies would just, like, load the wrong sprites a little bit and flicker weird. It's like, it's still doable. I can still beat this game because I can still tell those are the enemies and stuff. It was just like that 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 wave of terror when you saw the first visual glitch on your screen and indicated... It's going. Yeah. It's going. You're you are on a clock right now yeah. to do or, something. Or when you'd get that that blink, like you would first you'd just start oh, with the flash of color. Yes. But then if you would get it to where like it would start, but it would just blink and then so you like RC Pro I'm I can remember it's like did it did it did it did it did it did it did good but also bad memories there. Um systems really don't do that anymore. Um just trying to think, and uh, we covered some of the weird peripheral stuff. Uh, you know what I had, which was weird? What? It was called the NES Advantage. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I only know this later on. I have no idea why we owned that. Right. I mean, you mean like why you personally owned it or why so anyone it is, did? It's an, arc- it is. it's an arcade stick. Big button. It had turbo. Turbo Turbo buttons. was the reason. Yeah, but it has like an arcade knob. Like It's like basically a fight stick for the But I mean, the arcades NES. were, before NES, everything was arcades. Yeah. And even, Not even before, even then. Like, NES was... Yeah. Yeah, there's arcades Most of the all stuff over. up to then was arcades or joystick-based input. Yeah. So right. that wasn't uncommon. Yeah. Looking back on it now, if you were someone who didn't live or experience that, that might seem like, why the heck did they go from a normal D-pad to an analog stick thing if there's no fighting games I also had the, uh, the NES Max, 
The one that had like the circle. Oh yeah, the real like red a ring yep. of like diagonal controls. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that thing's really cool. There was the NES Advantage that let you do four player or multiplayer, like on the uh, the football game let you do that, I believe. There's like NES oh, football. Yeah, yeah. And they had the NES Advantage that let you do four players. Well, the Advantage games. was the arcade stick. Yeah. It was the. Or, uh, what was it called? The it um, was it's like, like on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it w- it would just let you do multi tap. Maybe it was multi tap was the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to remember what it was called. But they had one of those. Uh, we talked about the zapper. We talked about and then that. Game Boy let you do like sixteen, right? With that with that crazy hub. Oh gosh. Ooh, are we yeah. talking about Game Boy? Or, 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 well, not, not really. But just, yeah. No, we no, we go on to the next one in a second. Okay. The last thing I want to ask though is uh, when we're talking about like the, those inputs and stuff. Was there any? Uh, oh, sorry. Did anyone ever have any experience with Rob? Like, no. At all? No, Did Rob was not a it? thing that I knew anybody okay. had. I'm not even sure if I really knew about it during the NES era. I had one friend who had the peripheral, but didn't work. There was, oh, it doesn't work, it's broken. And I was like, oh, this looks so cool. Like, And you needed it to play, was a gyro... Uh, Gyromite? Gyromite. Nice thing. blood. Yes. I just, I saw the game, I tried it, and I couldn't, I was like, how do you beat this game? I didn't even progress. Like, you need Rob. I'm like, what yeah. the heck's Rob? Sure. This doesn't work. I'm yeah, just, I, I actually, I actually music. don't think I've ever played a game with Rob. Ooh. I've seen Rob in, in various, uh, you know, people have brought it into GT or whatever, but actually, like, playing a Rob game, I don't think I've done. Okay. I think Rob's got two games. I feel That's like it. you had, yeah, I feel like that has got to be true. All right. Some people, though, okay, either moved on, might have moved on to Super Nintendo, or mm-hmm. they might have moved on to Game Boy. Nintendo's... Game Boy is 89? Yeah, it was before Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that had like a, an interesting adoption. I don't remember that being as big of a event. It kind of just like it started to appear. And then it, it started to become more mainstream, I feel, once uh, once Sega went after it with Game Gear in the mid-early 90s with the, the color commercials. Like, here's something in color. I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. like. Game Boy. I definitely remember Tetris and Mario Land being big deal around launch. Um, but yeah, it was something yeah. that like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I grew up around poor kids. So it's like anyone that had an NES and like a library of games seemed rich to me to begin with. And like the people that had Game Boys were like the like this other level. I thought Game Boys were cheaper though. So I had a Game Boy. I mean, Boy. it was, but it was like you still wouldn't have a it's Game about, like, Boy getting multiple instead ga- of like an getting NES. Like you would have it on top of an NES. Oh, like you sure, have sure. That, uh... Especially because it's like the whole family can't play a Game Boy. You know, like it's an individual purchase. Yeah, yeah. it's way more personal, I feel, than the NES. I feel like most, I saw more kids with their own Game Boys yeah. than, you know, the NES And you couldn't theirs. just buy a Game Boy. You had yeah. to buy a magnifying glass and a light oh, gosh, all those weird <laughs> battery things. pack. It used batteries. The whole f- panel on the back. I had this battery pack like this. Yeah. So I had a belt it, so clip. Oh, it I did come with Tetris, right? I, I think I, when it first launched, Tetris was a pack-in. Because there I'm are the, boxes. Yeah, for I'm sure the fuzziest Tetris, on Game Boy is yeah. because it was weird. Because I don't remember when I got it. I do remember getting it for like a Christmas one year. It was well after NES. It might have been after S and the Super Nintendo had come out. Sure. But I do remember having Tetris with it. And I just remember playing that for a long time and having a really good time with Tetris. But I remember not liking a lot of the Nintendo first-party games on Game Boy for some reason. But I would like all these weird third-party games like Gargoyle's Quest. Mm-hmm. I had that game. I really like that game. Yes. I would play that. I like the Game Boy Ninja Turtles game more than the NES one. That one it's was... better sprites, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, well, they were bigger sprites. Like, yeah, it was like yeah. larger. Um, in terms of the but, like, I didn't like, relation to the screen. I didn't really like Super Mario Land. I found it Super frustrating. Super Mario Land rules. I found it frustrating. I wasn't a fan of that okay. one. All right. I played it a lot, but I was just All like, right, this, is, this is not my thing. It's your thing. Mario Land 2, I thought was okay. but Whoa. I really oh. like Mario Land 2. Oh, it's too. so cool. Mario Land 2 is so cool. Like Link's Awakening was like the one Nintendo-made Game Boy game that I really got into. Oh, it's... One of the best games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening is what got me to get a Game Boy. Okay. Yeah. I, I I actually didn't really have that much interest in a Game Boy, and then we yeah, got once Link's Awakening. I, you know, I got that that Nintendo Power and everything, and it was it was. Uh, they also had like a display at Toys R Us. They had like this big giant Game Boy oh, that you yeah. could play on. You know. Yes. And uh, and I, I I and the Toys R Us was like right next to the restaurant where my mom worked, so I would be like. You know, oh, wow. like I would get dropped off at the restaurant and I'd have to wait for my mom to get off work. It's like, can I go to Toys R Us? And like, and, then, and so I'd go over to Toys R Us and play Link's Awakening. 
until I finally like got a Game Boy of my own. Um, and yeah, so I had I had that, and I had uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, which was actually the first Mana game, uh, and Super Mario Land too, which were like, and uh, I think maybe even yeah, Tetris and Doctor Mario for sure. Um, but those were like the the main Game Boy games that I played. Um, and then I you know I, I didn't really care for the Game Boy itself so much. So like when the Super Game Boy came out, I was like all over that, like playing oh, yeah, the Game Boy Super games Game on the TV. Boy. So good. So I love the Game Boy. Okay. Game Boy, I may have liked more than the NES. Okay. So here's how I got a Game Boy. It was Christmas. I got a Game Boy with probably 12 games. So Whoa. You, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It was so exciting. They're not all new. They were clearly used. Okay. Not to me. Okay. Uh, but in hindsight, they are. In fact, I had Final Fantasy Adventure as well. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Um, the characters were named swear words. Oh, oh, I remember this story. Yeah, yeah, and I showed it to my mom, and I'm like, hey, wh- <laughs> what is, am I allowed to, and then so, like, we took it back to HORC, and I was like, hey, I, but Santa gave this to me, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, but HORC knows how to fix it. <laughs> HORC was the name of the place where you could buy video games. And it's like, okay, all right, all right. And so he's like, yeah, we fixed it. We it's, fixed the game. There's no more swear words in the game now. You see in your head, Kyle, like your RP, your kid RP. Like, <laughs> oh, this yeah. is not. You're violating my RP right now. Exactly. Like, what is this? You have to do a lot of work to believe in Santa. It's not easy. Well, um, I remember. I remember Adventure. Like, I mean, um, and it's yeah, funny. Like, Link's Awakening kind of have, had a similar thing, but Adventure was like one of the like first games to like make me feel like emotional because like this character dies like right in the intro it's like whoa what's happening but what's so funny is i had no idea what was going on right <laughs> i know no that idea. game that <laughs> game has a cold start it just like throws yeah. you in the middle oh, wow. and then like explains itself afterwards and there's like 12 character classes too there's there's a lot because you can be monsters no i and think the... you're thinking of final fantasy legend yes i am i guess yeah different game Yes, very different. Okay, game. That's right, actually the fin- Saga series. Yeah, got it, got different. it, got it. Okay, so Mana is adventure. Adventure, got it. Okay, all right. So Mana play or adventure plays a lot like a Zelda game. You you want around oh, cool. on like tile base and 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 slash enemies. I think I could have handled yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. This game is like a hardcore RPG where your weapons break and there's so many classes. The characters are named swear words. It really <laughs> really threw me off. Uh, Land was in there. Mario Land, obviously a favorite. Uh, there was a Bart Simpson game, and I love Bart Simpson. Good sprite. Uh, there's a chess game that I never played. Had it, had it in my case. Almost never played it. Uh, there was a Fist of the North Star game. Oh, right. Wow. Too hard. Couldn't play it. Okay. Castlevania game, I could beat like two levels, but I would play it a lot, and I like still remember the music and things like that. Nice. Um, yeah, there was so many games in there that you just you have a new console and just so many things to play with it that I was never bored with that thing. And... What was weird is that Christmas, everybody was playing a Game Boy. My mom had one. My uncle had mm. one. My grandmother had one. My grandfather had one. They're all playing Tetris and competing for the high score in Tetris. Oh, I see. And I couldn't compete. Ah. I could not. I could not compete. Okay. They would wreck me, and I would be like, "When's your highest score?" And they're like trying to get the space shuttles. <laughs> who, who, who has the highest score in your family now? It's me. Okay, okay. it's me. I've <laughs> I've Goku'd far beyond where like they, they can't. They, no one can reach the heights that I've reached now. Okay. But uh, back then, yeah, they were proud of themselves for getting a little rocket. They're like, "Oh, look, I got a little rocket." It's like, all right. Today, I'm like, "Come on." But uh, back then, I was like, "Oh, I want a rocket." You know, I just couldn't I couldn't play. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, I, again, how I had no 16-bit console, I, I was playing that Game Boy. Okay. Even till 1998, still till a Pokemon comes out. You know, uh, when I got Pokemon, I was playing it on that thick, fat Game Boy and loving it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, Game Boy for me was mostly for traveling. When we yeah. went on family vacations, sure, it would come with me, and I remember spending most of my time playing Game Boy on those trips on a plane on the road or just in a hotel room waiting to do stuff. That's where I remember. I don't remember playing it too much at home, honestly. And you, both of you listening to the games, listing off the games that you played on it, the one that I remember playing a lot of, also another third-party game, was the the Game Boy Mega Man games. Mm. Oh, those are cool. Good I sprites. actually played yeah, those. weird because they're they're they like, they were like the game before or after. Like, their numbers were all off. Compared. Yeah. 
I, I played those and liked them more than the NES ones I played, actually. Because hmm. I remember trying to play Mega Man 1. I thought it was like, what is this? This is too hard. Not playing this. Mega Man, Mega Man 1 is 2. Too hard. I was like, this is also a little too hard. No. Uh, looks better and sounds cool, but I just can't handle this game. And then Game Boy 1s, for whatever reason, like, oh, I, these click with me for some reason. Maybe it was a smaller screen, whatever they did with it. Just love them, and I like just like those were the ones I would beat. I would beat them over and over again. I was Whoa. like, okay, lots of I spikes, like, like these. Yes, lots of spikes in those ones. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but uh, that's okay. But yeah, just mostly I just want to say third party games. Like I wasn't a big first party Game Boy game looking back or person when I'm looking back on it. Just it's how it worked out. But I remember having the decision between. Donkey Kong Country on Game Boy and Killer Ooh. Instinct on Game Boy. Mm. I, only hit, I could only budget one, Ooh. and I went with Killer Instinct. Wow! Was it, wait, wait. Yeah, was it Donkey Kong Country? or Was it called Donkey Kong Land? Donkey Kong Land. Yep, it's definitely yeah. called Con- yeah. Land. Sorry, yeah, it's called Land. Okay. And so but, yeah, I went with Killer Instinct. I think they actually did put Donkey Kong Country on Game Boy Color, Color eventually. Yeah. Yes, Weird. down the line. Why? But yeah, it's yellow Just cartridge. To prove right? they can, I guess. Donkey Kong Land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard to say no to that yellow cartridge, but. Killer Instinct. First of all, it's called Killer Instinct, <laughs> and looked so mature. And I would draw my, I would draw those fighting game characters, and then I would draw my own fighting game characters. And I made a whole Kyle fighting game called Kyle Combat. <laughs> Kyle now, Combat. I think about it now. I actually, I had Mortal Kombat two on the Game Boy as well, and I love oh, that wow. as well. Um, all I could do is Scorpion get over here and then uppercut. And <laughs> so I couldn't beat it on higher difficulties, but I could play uh, easy. You can. It's crazy do- to, for me to even try to conceive of how those yeah. games controlled oh right with just two, <laughs> two buttons. Buttons inputs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's insane but back back b is it's universal back, i got it b. yeah and then down b it's, it's so interesting to see how long it uh you're, you're basically skipping over super nintendo yeah because i think the last thing we'll talk about is if your experiences with super nintendo sure um again i got i got mine for christmas christmas present for the family do you remember desiring it ahead of time yeah we asked for it I, so here's the thing i remember my friends getting it when I go to school and hear my friends get it early because it came out earlier in the year. So they would have it. Whenever my parents would drive by, when we, whatever reason we were at Toys R Us, the one by us had a display with Super Mario World. I would just sit in front of it and stare at the title screen like yeah. play over and over in that music. And I would just like dream, <laughs> dream of that being with me. I would go to my parents like, can we get one today? And they're like, no, not today. Yeah. And then they're like, time to go. And I just like leave Mario and that awesome music. Like, bye Mario, not getting you today. So, but my brothers also wanted it too. They were like, oh yeah, like, like look at these cool games on here. We want it too. So we got it for Christmas and yeah, came with Super Mario World, which was great. Love that game. Love it more than Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, Fair enough. We get into that Sorry. some other time, so but I also got episode. I also got because uh, it was after it wasn't launch. It was after launch. I got F Zero. Mm-hmm. Love that game. Yeah, so good. Uh, Super Tennis sports mm. game. Okay. Uh, the first Madden football. Whoa. Um, and uh, I think trying to lure you back to sports. Well, my brothers were into sports too. Yep. Was, sorry, my uh, middle brother was really into it. He wanted it was most for him. Yep. Tennis one because my mom likes tennis, so okay. I think she just was like, "Here, maybe you'll like tennis too." That game wasn't too bad actually. I had fun with it. Uh, the man football is like, "No, it's not my thing." Um, but I I just remember that system I, I was old enough to really appreciate it. I feel. NES was a, I was a little too young. And over time, it started to click a little bit more. But with Super Nintendo, like I just vividly remember appreciating everything about getting it, hmm. and cool. really like understanding the games and really appreciating them for what I got. Um, don't remember as many crazy peripherals until like later on. Like obviously, there's like Super Scope Six, which is like a big one, and Mario Paint with the the mouse pad. But they're not d- big ones though. They both sucked. I felt like it wasn't as Mario cra- Paint doesn't suck. What? It wasn't as crazy. mouse pad. What? Like, like oh. to me, it's not a big peripheral like the gun was. You oh, know what for I mean? sure, it's yeah. Not yeah. A, oh, okay. It's not yeah, like there was like maybe one, one or two like, other games that ever used it. It didn't feel like there was as many mainstream crazy peripherals for Super Nintendo like there was for NES. Yeah. They also had the Super Advantage. I had that. I remember that. So that, is that another the, arcade stick, So it was, it was the four buttons, like you remember, yeah. but on the bottom row, there was... The L, uh, there was two more buttons for like the shoulder buttons yeah. or whatever. That's cool. So you had the uh, X, Y, A, B, and then an L, R, and... 
Love that game for Mega Man X. Or love that gamepad for Mega Man X. Sick. Turbo fire on that opening level. Just firing those lasers. That's not right. Those bullets. That's not right. Those energy shots. And the early X games, I think you can unlock Street Fighter moves too. Ooh. Like Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Man uh, X can do a short Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh no, Mega Man X was Hadouken. Okay. It was the the Hadouken move. Mm -hmm. Two, I believe, was Shoryuken. Cool. Yeah, they had those crazy secrets in there. I love that. Um, but you were talking about like drawing, <laughs> like yeah. stuff. The reason I wanted to get to Super Nintendo specifically is because I was really into Star Fox when Star Fox came out. Hmm. Like I feel yes. like Mario World. Yes. yes. Mario World yes. was one of the big games. Obviously, Link to the Past. Mm -hmm. I'd say that for another time. Star Fox was a huge thing for me. Mm -hmm. And after it came out, I would go into class and I would draw our wings like all day long. I would just draw them. My friends and I would figure out tricks to draw the perspective from behind and from different <laughs> angles. Like remember the old like S trick with the, the lines you drew and you made like that S? Oh yeah, we, we do similar things like that with the R wings. Nice. And then we try to get more advanced and draw like the enemies. We try and draw out levels and stuff. Cool. And mm -hmm. eventually led to like trying to like do almost like comic like stuff. Yeah. Like making our own stories for it. And I just remember spending so much time in school doing that. That game is next gen. So here's yeah. the thing is yeah. I didn't own a Super Nintendo, but I played a lot of Super Nintendo okay. because my cousin, five years younger than I am, had one. All right. And so I was able to play a bunch. I was able to play that. I was able to play Donkey Kong Country, a weird baseball game. We played a bunch. We would just, it was called, a, it, you would hit the guy and it would say like Beaner or something like that. And so we would just try to like hit the be the pitcher and do these special moves where like a lightning bolt hits the pitcher and then he throws the ball and he hits the batter. Uh, that was hysterical I, to us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we played a lot of Star Fox. That game just, it seems so advanced. Uh, Mario Land did too. Uh, sorry, World. Uh, just next gen, man. Yeah. That thing was just a powerhouse. It felt like such a leap. Yeah. For, for, for my perspective back then from NES to Super Nintendo. Looking back at it now, some yeah. younger people might feel like that there's barely any difference, but it's like there was a huge. Ah, you look at Star Fox, you see the difference. I mean, we can, but ask like you know a little kid nowadays, would they really be able to like? I mean, they probably could tell them yes, they look different, but yeah. they really fully grasp. Like, did, is it a big gap to them, or is it just like a small incremental increase for them? To me, it was like night and day. Mm -hmm. It was like a whole, like the the backgrounds, like the sprite quality. Yeah, yeah. It was like this is just impossible. Yeah, like all of the different layers of of stuff in Donkey Kong Country yeah. was like. Oh man, that was that was as impressive, if not more, than the you know the three the three D graphics. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what? Well, I kind of said a little bit about my Super Nintendo experience because it's like yeah, I, I got. I'm pretty sure I got the NES like that year that the Super Nintendo came out. Um, so again, I was like reading about it in magazines and stuff, but I would you know like from time to time like I could rent a Super Nintendo over that, like, that first year that it had come out. And then the next year, I got a, a Super Nintendo for Christmas. Um, so I'd already put a lot of time into Super Mario World and some other games. Um, but the thing, the thing that's weird is I can't remember specifically, like, what my Super Nintendo came with. Like, what game I actually owned first on it. Huh. I'd have to look at my library and see. So you only owned an NES for one year? Well, I mean, I like you. Like, I was still playing a lot of, like NES games. Sure. But at the same time, like I also said, like a lot of the NES games I just played at other people's houses. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, with the I, the the some of the earliest ones that I do remember though is uh, they actually were from my my brother. Um, oh, and I had a Super Scope as well. I'm not sure if I had a Super Scope. Maybe that maybe that came with my Super Nintendo. Dang. Wow. Um, but because uh, I was really into the, like those crazy games. Um, but, um, but the ones I remember from my brother, like I was, I was shocked because he brought one day, he just like randomly like brought home Final Fantasy two. Oh, and I was that's a so treat. excited. That's a treat. I was so into that. And I played that game so many, so many times. Um, and the other one he got, which I didn't have any interest in, uh, but he basically bought it for himself, uh, was <laughs> F zero. Whoa, what? Yeah. Blood no had no interest, interest in the original <laughs> no F0. That's so funny. And you heard so it here he was, first. He was playing at it a bunch. He was playing it a bunch. He was crashing. He was, you know, <laughs> swearing at the screen and yelling. Um <laughs> and uh and and like by this point what is this? So I was like 12 or 13, so he yeah, he was already like 18, 19. You know, so um uh, 
but you know, so that like I would basically just like ended up playing F Zero when 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 he wasn't, and <laughs> oh. like eventually got into it. It got better than he yeah. is. Glad you got into that. That was such a good game, such good music. You mentioned Final Fantasy 2. So for one birthday, I think the year it came out, a year after it came out, within a year of it coming out, my mom took me to the store and said, it's your birthday, you get to pick out one game. Which would you like? Just based on the box and the font and logo alone, I picked it. But I, my mom, I think it sense I wasn't like sure, like I didn't know what the game was. Mm-hmm. So she, I think she asked me like, "Are you sure?" I go, "Of course. This is a this is a very very <laughs> prestigious game." Huh. I didn't say that, but something yeah, like yeah. that effect. Like, Trying to look like, distinguished. Like, 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 like this is a very popular, well-renowned <laughs> game that everyone is playing. Like mm-hmm. to reassure her, like, "Oh, it's not a waste of your money." Yeah. Like I'm not gonna. She's worried like you're gonna be upset within two hours, sure. and like I'm stuck with this game. So that is how I got Final Fantasy. I had no idea what it was about. So yeah. I didn't play Final Fantasy One on NES. I read about it a little bit in Nintendo Power, but it seemed way too advanced for me. It was like yeah, over my head. I was like, too young, sorry, that's too mature adult or sorry, too mature, too advanced for me. Final Fantasy Two, dove into it, I was like, yo, first RPG I'd ever played. Mm. Just like, what is this? Look at all this story. Look at all these towns and NPCs. The music too. The music. The opening this, music. What Red is this wings. turn-based battle system? Whoa! Oh, I get man. to take. I get to plan things out. It's too much. It was just so good. It was a game I didn't beat on my own on my own cartridge at first. I got all the way to the last area of the moon, but couldn't mm, beat. Stay yeah. alive to fight the final boss. My friend had a copy where he was leveled up a little bit higher, but had to save at the same point. He let me play from that spot on, and I beat it on his cartridge with higher level characters. So I tech, I just avoided the grind. I didn't know about grinding. Why didn't your friend pl- finish it? No, he did, but that's where his save was. His oh, last okay. save got was it, like, it, you so know. So you got he, to see the ending. Yeah, so I basically cool. got to fight the final boss, beat him, mm-hmm. because I was over leveled. Because yeah. my friend knew about grinding and how to properly level. But it took me like two years to get to even that far. That final area sucks. It's so hard. It's basically every, en- like every random enemy everything. is a boss. I was yeah. running from yeah. everything. I was so yeah. scared. I was like, I can't yeah. beat anything. It's so hard. But that, that's how I got into Final Fantasy. If I, I was just randomly Ooh. picking it because that logo. Good uh, logo. Yeah, it was a nice logo. Um, Super Scope stuff. I don't remember when I got. I think my brother. It was given to my brother. Actually, it was for him, I believe. And it came with the Super Scope Six, all those mini games. Yeah. And I thought it was okay, but we got Yoshi Safari. Oh, Yoshi's Safari. The game is Wait, so what's, what, easily what's forgotten. What's reaction, Kyle? I I don't know what this game. I don't even know what to think of what this game looks like. What? So it's like third person behind Yoshi. Like Mario was riding yes. on Yoshi. And you're you're going around shooting stuff. It's like but it's, like, it's like mode seven. Yeah. Because it's like trying to simulate first person ask like so mechanics. it's F zero style. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. and you choose branching paths. You got to shoot enemies. There's boss battles. I'm sorry for talking bad about the bazooka. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I think really we might need cool. to get you to play this on the yeah, stream if you remember. I'm, this is, I'm sorry for bad mouthing. Seems right here. Right But other than that, I don't remember it being used on anything else after that. Yeah. There was like an there was another game that came out. Uh, it was like all like like uh, robots and stuff. I don't remember what it's oh, called. Battle uh, Clash. Yes, Battle Clash. Battle Thank Clash. you. Yes, that was it. Yeah, so it was more like yeah, you're, it was almost more like like boss fights or whatever. And I think the commercial showed some sort of jet game. Where that, you're in a jet. I think that was part of Super. Scope that might have been part of Super Scope Six. I remember in Super Scope Six. I remember one where like missiles were flying to, yeah, to, like right to left and like now. you're trying to shoot and you'd have to like lead your shots based yep. on how far away they are. There's the gem game. Um, there's yeah, and then there's a weird like whack a mole thing. Yeah. That for some reason as a kid like I really liked that game, <laughs> just like shooting the right color moles and That's not shooting really the other ones. Because um, I feel like so with the NES, with the, even the Game Boy and the Super NES, you know you just got the games you got. We never got Street Fighter. We got the Double Dragon fighting game. You know, we just we got mm. the worst versions of a lot of these games. All of the games that I had on these consoles, and we never had an RPG, not a single one. It's like yeah, we never had Zelda. We were experiences for the first time. Like they, they these were new IPs. Yeah, you can look back now and be like, of course you'd pick Street Fighter. Of course you'd pick yep. you know these these entries if you had the choice. Like it was kind of cool to not know about these, and then later on discover, whoops, I didn't really play Street Fighter. During, I was playing Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Two, but. There's this other game called Street Fighter that was a really big deal, and I just didn't yeah. really play it. Well, and yeah, and, and yeah, you like heard about so many games just word of mouth after they came oh, yeah. out, no idea. Um, 
And uh, <laughs> I remember uh, also like release dates. Who knew like oh, when something was going to yeah. come out? It was. I remember like when Super Metroid like was at Blockbuster and we're like, we're amazed. Like, it's out. Let's, we we got to rent it right now. So. Yeah, like Donkey Kong Country 2. I remember wanting to get it and we couldn't figure out when it came out. And then uh, my parents kept calling up all the toy stores to see when they would get it in or game stores. Eventually one said they had it. I think it was a software, etc. or a Babbage's. And this also goes into like, we didn't really cover this when we don't have time, but there's a lot of different weird pricing going on back then. Oh, yeah. Because for me, Donkey Kong Country 2, it ended up being over $100. Oh. It was like $99.99 at that's the place. That's crazy. Because yeah, so that's, yeah. That's, that's a weird thing that I've, I've definitely seen both in looking back at Nintendo Powers and seeing the MSRPs on games and some of those catalogs and stuff. And like, how in the world was that the MSRP in the like 70s and 80s? Uh, and then I've heard a lot of stories from people like that where, you know, games just would cost ridiculous amounts of money. And it's strange because where I was at in Florida, I don't remember, like, say, for instance, going to Toys R Us. I don't remember ever seeing a game go over $50 until, like, the N64. And then N64 games were more expensive. They were, like, 60s and some 70s. I noticed it more during that period, too, honestly, just from my memory. Cause I, I started to pay attention to that more. Cause that was about the age I started to try and buy my own games around, mm -hmm. like, N64, Game, GameCube era. And I remember there being more pricing discrepancies then. Um, but, yeah, that one stuck out because my mom was, like, so, like, kind of angry at me. Because it was mostly money I would saved up. And then she gave me, she had to give me, like, $20. And I was, like, I think it was ended up being $10 short. So I had to go back and ask my mom for ten more dollars, mm -hmm. and she was like, "Get in the car! You're not getting this." Oh, and I was so uh, upset. I was like, "Cause I'd been saving up for this, planning it, and yeah. it was like we couldn't find one forever. You can't like, anticipate had tax. One. Tax always and, gets you." And yeah, well, I think they tried to say it was like going to be like seventy nine ninety nine. They're like, "Well, well, we only got in this many, so the price went up to like ninety nine or something. Oh, like that gosh. one of those shenanigans." Yeah. Uh, she was really cool in the end. It was like, okay, you're getting this, but this is the last game you're getting this year. You're not getting anything else, like game-wise. Like, you yeah. better want this. I was like, oh, I wanted it. Yeah, so that's why I, it was worth I it. did a lot Country of two? rentals. Of course, a lot of borrowing from friends. Yeah. Uh, games from the flea market. Yeah. The flea market was Use where I games. bought games oh, for the yeah. most part. Funko Land. Um, and then, um, like, Star Tropics and maybe a couple of other things. I got... This is something that... May have only been a one-time thing. Nintendo Power basically had a clearance sale. They basically had stuff where there was overstock that was in their warehouse, and so they sold a bunch of stuff for cheap. In huh. like the back pages of the magazine. Yeah, That's and awesome. so like I ordered like yeah the, the NES Max and Star Tropics through oh, that, wow. and it was <laughs> nice. funny because it's like they had these dumb stickers on the boxes that said like not for resale and stuff like that. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> That's well, really it's cool. Nintendo. They yeah. can do what they want with it. Um, I think we're at, I think we're at a pretty decent stopping point. Yeah, yeah. Um, th there's probably one or two other games I would want to talk about. We could save it for next time. So, um, usually this is the part of the show where we'd move on to what I'm gonna call for now question of the week. Mm. And what I'm gonna tell you now, uh, audience, is that next episode we're gonna be doing part two of uh, Nintendo Memories, and we're gonna be we should be starting with the Nintendo 64 and moving on through that. And I think. It'll be the last one. I don't think we need to do memories with anything from beyond GameCube. So it'll be N64 GameCube-focused and probably Game Boy Advance mm -hmm. uh, and Game Boy Color. So we'll, we'll focus on, on those systems for the next one. So what it will be is I will tell you the next episode's topic like this. And for $5 and above patrons, you can write in and ask us a question about that topic that you really want us to discuss amongst ourselves. Within those three consoles, basically. Yeah, about the yeah, yeah within yeah. the subject matter. So for yeah. the next one, if it's about a GameCube N sixty four or the Game Boy Advance, let's or you know, let's go with the Game Boy Advance to be safe. Um, and it's something we do not cover over the course of our roughly fifty minutes of discussion time. We will select that question probably, <laughs> and we will discuss that uh, amongst ourselves. It's basically a chance for you to make us talk about something that we might otherwise have missed, mm -hmm. essentially. We'll see how this goes. If it doesn't work out, we'll think of something else to do, but it'll still be a, a question of the week type thing submitted by uh, $5 and above patrons. 
But unfortunately, we don't have one this time because I didn't have first the episode one. First episode, <laughs> I also didn't have the foresight to announce. Hey, we're gonna be talking on about this on the first episode. Send us your questions because really didn't nail down the format. Um, we went a little bit longer today anyway, so we're over sixty minutes. So it kind of works out that way. Cool. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think in the the comments uh, about the format, about the structure, and everything like that. Uh, there's still time to tweak it. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, I think too, it's gonna it's gonna evolve just because like this doesn't even feel like a normal episode you know like this is, oh yeah like, this, this is, is like a special kind of discussion yeah, yeah. like we we will, uh, just to clarify if there's huge news story the week we're recording we're gonna cover that yeah one thing i told damiani oh, is if yeah. there's a nintendo direct on a given week i oh, want to yeah. spend this hour strictly talking about that nintendo direct yeah i want that yeah we're gonna do nintendo direct um and to account for something like that if there's something unannounced mm-hmm. that we decide to replace the next episode with we probably won't do a question of the week for that one but the following episode, when we get to the topic, we promised you we will resume with that. So don't freak out if we if we do an impromptu episode because of big news. Mm-hmm. But there, there, there's other things we do. We, I promised you we do some kind of top X amount of games list. Countdown. Still baby. deciding on a number. Stuff so like okay. top NES games, certain amount where we will de- the panelists will debate amongst ourselves and we'll come up with a list of our own at the end. So just be reflective of the current panelists. Won't be like the easy A. Top five or anything like that. Just our, be. just our own person. No, easy A. Okay, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle says it's the easy A one. Okay, yeah. we'll go with that. Um, Stuff like that. So it will mix up a little bit to kind of, I think, keep it feeling a little bit, you know, fresh and creative, I feel, and not get too stagnant. Um, We're going to try that out. But if people just start saying, hey, I really like this one. I really like this one. Keep just doing this one. You know, maybe maybe we'll listen to that. We'll, so we'll see. But excited about this. I, I enjoyed this. I had a really good time. Me too. Yeah. And uh, this will be bi-weekly. And just a reminder, for those of you who don't pay attention, it will go up on Sundays at 5 p.m. Uh, and Tuesdays at noon uh, p.m. Pacific. Both Pacific times, the week's opposite of Frame Trap. That you don't have e- to be rude about it. <laughs> for those who don't pay attention, here's a reminder for you. No, it wasn't supposed to be rude. I like how you it's interpret it as rude. rude. Yeah, that was rude. I, I, I thought so. Okay. It kind of came across in my that mind, way. In my mind, it was like, I know people don't pay attention to this because um, this show isn't the most important thing in the world to them. Gotcha. So I'm treating okay. them like, hey, I don't expect you. Yeah. I do not expect you to pay attention to every freaking detail that we put out there. Yeah, yeah. So Understood. I'm reminding you as a courtesy to help you out. I like how Kyle frames it. And I'm framing it in my mind. Um, it, I'm trying to help you out here. It will be the opposite weeks of Frame Trap. Sundays, Tuesdays. Sundays, 5 p.m. Pacific. It's Tuesdays, noon Pacific. And remember, questions are only for $5 above patrons. I will make that post uh, soon after we post the episode on on Sunday. So this will go up on Sunday for patrons. I'll make a follow-up post that will have submit your question of the week for the next episode. That's how it works. I think that's all the the, the basics there. Just want to get it out. Do we talk about patreon.com slash easy allies? Oh, we didn't do our little like, call-outs. Yes, if, yeah. you, if you like this and you want to consider supporting us, uh, you can help us out at patreon.com slash easy allies. You can catch this episode and all other of our shows on youtube.com slash easy allies. We just want to go to easyallies.com. Pretty much everything's there. Um, and then this is also available on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, and uh, Stitcher for Android. Still looking to Google Play. How do you know it's on those things already? you got to go through the whole application process. It, by the time this goes up, it better be on all them. Right, good luck to you. Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> uh, Zelda Talk took not too long. It took me like... A week and a half to get Easy Allies podcast what? approved. Yeah. So I'll talk like for I met it was on my end I had messed up on stuff. Uh-huh. Once I correctly submitted, yeah. forty eight hours later it was up. Whoa. And on there. Hmm. Fancy. Stitcher was pretty cool too. Plus we already have an account on there. You can submit another RSS feed through that. You don't have to keep oh, making cool. different accounts. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you do know that, right? Well, I had to do the first one. I had to do the first okay. RSS. Okay. I get it. Ugh. See, these are the, the things we have to deal with. But hopefully, if you have any questions, just hit, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on the comments of the, the Patreon post. We will get to them. Thank you for listening, and see you next time on The Friend Code.